Instacart shoppers know groceries. They know that you can't make guacamole with rock-hard avocados. They know how to quickly find those peanut butter pretzels you can never find. And they keep you in the know by giving you updates about your order along the way. Let Instacart shoppers help take shopping off your plate so you can get time and energy back for what really matters. Visit instacart.com or download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders. Offer valid for a limited time. Minimum order $10. Additional terms apply. Instacart. Add life to cart. Recorded live. And yes, we are. We are recorded live tonight. Welcome, everyone listening today, tomorrow, and into the future. You have tuned in to National Seizure Disorders Foundation weekly reported pod, recorded podcast. Uh, excuse me, Power Radio. We're here every Wednesday, 7 p.m. Central Standard Time, and we invite you to join us right here on TalkShoe as we bring order to seizure disorders by discussing a variety of topics related to living with seizures. This is not an hour of fear or blame or drama. This is an hour of awareness, support, and rising above our diagnosis. So when you're ready for support and enlightenment while living with seizures or while caring for someone living with seizures, Power Radio is just one of the many resources offered by National Seizure Disorders Foundation to guide you in the direction of positive seizure management and a life filled with peace and joy. Discover more about National Seizure Disorders Foundation and the resources we have for you at our website, nsdf.us. So as we go along, you're invited to call in and contribute conversation every week. Just simply dial for any Number one, 724-444-7444. And go ahead and use the show ID, 135359. Remember that hashtag at the end to get in. When you find value in our show, which I'm sure you will, please go ahead and choose to follow show number 135359 through TalkShoe and get updates on a regular basis. So before we begin tonight, I'm sending out a heaping helping of gratitude to our newest corporate members. Maybe you know their names, maybe you don't. I want you to feel comfortable getting to know them. We have uh, Compass Healthcare. You can find more information through their website at www.compasshc.com and then there's Kovac Likely at www.klcpr.com and we also have Seizure Clusters Connect. You can find more about them at www.seizureclustersconnect that's all one word, no spaces You'll find those links and more on our Facebook page at facebook.com slash NSDF37029. And you'll be hearing and reading more about our partnership in the coming days. 
for now, I want to begin sharing a story with you that uh, many of you may relate to. This is a story of a young mother with a very young child learning to grow with seizure disorder. Many of you may relate to this because at one time you were just like this young mother, scared, the end of your rope, um, looking at all the things that could go wrong. And when you reach out for help, you really don't find it. You know, I was in that situation myself. I, I didn't have a young child, you know. She was, uh, Jessica was nine when she began experiencing seizures. But I do empathize with those young parents out there listening today, tomorrow, and into the future. I, too, was at a point where whenever I reached out, no one reached back. And so that's why I make it a point here at National Seizure Disorders Foundation, when you step through that fear, when you make yourself vulnerable, when you step into courage and pick up that phone or, or write us an email or drop a message, a, a comment anywhere you see the National Seizure Disorders Foundation name, I make it a point to get in touch with you within 24 hours of my listening to your message or seeing that you've made a phone call or reading any comment or email. So just know, if you happen to be that young mother or young fa father out there with that very young child that is um, living with seizures, whether you're living with seizures yourself or, or you're caregiving for your child that's living with seizures, I want you to know that when you reach out National Seizure Disorders Foundation, we do, we do reach back. And, you know, many times it's been said, um, the comment's been made, well, my seizures really aren't important or they're not big enough, it's not important enough, my questions are trivial. Well, you know, there is no such thing. If you're in pain, if you're in fear, if you have a question, I want you to bring it to us because we work from uh, the mindset of compassion. We work from that emotion. We are the emotion of compassion, and we want to share that with you. So I want you to consider those words and help us help you. Help us help you help others by connecting with us um, if you are an unaffected member of National Seizure Disorders Foundation and you're listening today and you want to help in a volunteer way, help us help you help others by leaving a comment anywhere you see National Seizure Disorders Foundation name or go ahead and be very bold and drop me a personal email at terrifictanya at nsdf.us. That's terrific, Tanya, one word, at nsdf.us, or connect with us on Facebook. You can connect with me personally. My handle is TN, as in Tennessee, Tanya, T-O-N-Y-A, or you can connect with our Facebook page, again, at nsdf.us. 
And just simply let us know that you are ready to help us help you help others. And we'll take it from there. I promise the process will be simple and sweet. It won't hurt a bit. So back to my story about the young mother. She called me, and she was at the end for a rope. Immediately, I recognized the feeling because many, many others have called me in that same situation. And you know, although we are not medical professionals, we're not therapists. But you know, we have something that uh, many others don't. We have experience. So I shared my personal experience with this young mother and I shared the wisdom that I've picked up along the way. And all I can hope and pray is that it has brought her peace and our connection together will develop into a lifelong friendship and will develop into a relationship that will um, shed some light on her daughter's seizure disorder and also bring the whole family some peace and some joy. Because, you know, I see in the future um, her daughter growing up under the guidance of National Seizure Disorders Foundation. And that means that everyone listening today, tomorrow, and into the future has the opportunity to help this child. Help this child learn more about her seizures help this young mother learn more about these seizures and learn more about how to be an effective caregiver beyond being a mother, and also help this family raise the funds that they need in order to get the resources in their home to create an atmosphere of positive seizure management so that fear leaves the family dynamic, and the light of love shines. Take those words and uh, focus on them. Concentrate. See what you can do to help out. And then get in touch with us at National Seizure Disorders Foundation, nsdf.us, our website, or again through our Facebook page, anywhere you see us. Hold up your hand. Get our attention. Let us know that you want to help us help others. And you want to do it in a big way. You know, there might be a show in the near future where I mention your name for your glorious activities with National Seizure Disorders Foundation. So moving on, I um, have set aside the night for an open forum. Tonight, for the next half hour, I mean, I'm sorry, for the next 45 minutes, we're going to open the lines. We're going to take your questions related to seizures or seizure disorder or National Seizure Disorders Foundation. We're going to take your comments, and we're going to take your short stories. I do want you to recognize that there are people calling in, 
So I want you to be aware and and uh, be polite. Be aware of others. When you do call in, I want you to speak up with your first name and the state from which you are calling. And if you're in our chat room, please let us know who you are and where you're from. As you post, our producer, Susan Sherman, will let us know. So do we have any live callers on the show? Tanya? Uh-huh. It's Jason. Okay. Um, I just wanted to let you know, you also uh, kind of neglected to mention our Google Plus page. Oh, very good. Thank you. Everyone listening, this is Jason Grow. He is an ambassador for National Seizure Disorders Foundation, and he is also our Google Plus page manager, and he has a new title. He is Director of Ambassador Development. He's our dad here at National Seizure Disorders Foundation. So welcome aboard, Dad. What have you got to share with us? Go ahead and tell the people about our our Google Plus page. Um, to reach us at our Google Plus page, the easiest way to do that is use the plus symbol, National Seizure Disorders Foundation. You can find us there. Very good. And so um, tell everybody, when they find us, what should they do? How do they they post a comment or how do they get our attention? Do they just simply add us to a circle or... um, They can add us to a circle. Um, They can also leave leave comments on on our page. and they can also get get our attention that way too as far as you were saying about if if they need to reach out to some to someone and if they're not on if in the rare occasion that they're not on Facebook but they're on Google Plus and they need to get in touch with us that's one of the options that they do have to get in touch with us and either either you or myself will get in touch with them. Yeah, definitely. And I want to add to that too. Um, if you're ever visiting with us on Google+, on our Google Plus page or Facebook or YouTube or even our website and you're really looking for something that you see is missing, go ahead and speak up. You know, we want to do our very best to serve you well. And we really can't do that unless we have some feedback from you. So, um, you know, we're out there doing our best, folks. If you see something that's lacking from any of our pages, go ahead, raise your hand, be bold. You may have the solutions for other people. So, Jason, do you have anything else to share with us tonight? Um, at the moment, no. Okay. I might later. All right. All right. That's wonderful. That's wonderful. Um, do we have any other live callers on the line? We have a couple online from Mississippi, Virginia, and California. Okay. Okay. 
Mississippi, Virginia, and California, do either one of you want to speak up and participate live in the show tonight? If not, it's okay. If so, we're open. Yeah, I'm here. This is Clinton. Hey, Clinton. Good to hear from you again. Everybody, Clinton's been a guest on the show uh, several times, and he's been a very good contributor. So, Clinton, do you have anything to add for us tonight? Do you have a question or a comment or perhaps a short story? Uh, well, mainly I'm just I'm basically just listening in for information. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Basically, that's what you know. I basically just listen in for information from week to week. Mhm. And uh, I think I might, I don't know if there's any more callers, and there should be a couple more callers calling in. Are they already on the phone, on the line, actually? I don't know. Mm-hmm. But what I do is I mostly advocate for people to call in and listen and get information. Good, good. And pretty much take that with them. Good. Now, yeah. uh, tell me, give me some feedback. Is there anything that you've seen in the information that we give out online or even in our programs, our Wednesday night or Monday night programs, is there anything that you see that's missing that you would like to hear more about? Um, well, I know several times we've been on, I've been, quite a few times I've been on so far, and there were different topics, you know, different people will bring up several. So I do a lot of what they call group, group advocating, mm-hmm. and there were different topics that were brought up that was probably brought up in the same group sessions that we have. Um, and basically, there's more information that's added that I take with me and add it back to the group session again. And I just take what I've obtained from this, you know, uh, session and take that with me and then discuss it and add it to the group session that we have. Good, good. Which is, which is two different agencies. A different age, was a, we, we call it a group session, but it's uh-huh. the same same type of uh, mostly advocating for disability. Uh-huh. And most of the people in the group have different separate types of disabilities. Yes. We basically advocate for each other. Wow. Wow, that's powerful. That's powerful. Yeah. You know, in, in doing that, did you know that you are uh, changing lives? Right. You're helping people become more than their diagnosis, no matter what that diagnosis is. Right. So uh, kudos to you, my friend. Kudos to you. Have you connected with us um, through Facebook or through Google Plus? I haven't. I don't think I have quite yet, but I think I might have sent it set it up one time, but I think I didn't set it up correctly. Okay. But I need to go back. I need to go back and reset that up again and make yeah. sure that I have the right stuff information in front of me. Because I know yeah, I, I will do that. I know you'll get a kick out of sharing our information when you do that and when you connect with us. You know, feel free to share any of our information that you find on our Facebook page or on our Google okay. Plus page or, or even on our website, you know. Go ahead and share the links around. It's very, very easy to do. And I okay. know you're good at it. I know you're good at it. Right, and, right. And thank you for being on the show tonight. You're welcome. Hey, I'm sorry. This is Kristen, and I'm from Mississippi. Um, hey, I'm the Mississippi. <laughs> I'm the young mom that y'all were talking about, and um, I couldn't uh, talk a few minutes ago. My daughter was um, having a little episode of, you know, trying to be separated from me while I was 
calling, but um, I'm the one that kind of called and reached out and um, have been extremely um, excited and just a sense of relief and very hopeful when I got off of, you know, after our conversation that we had today. Uh-huh. Um, came home and it was a flood of emotion and all I want to do is tell my husband every single little thing um, the conversations that we had and the tips that she told me to do, um, even as far as like her, um, my daughter is prescribed Keppra and um, she's also taking the B6 vitamin to help with those side effects. But just the tip that she gave me as far as trying to give it like 30 minutes before I give her the Keppra, um, even that little small thing just made me feel at least like I had a plan or some sort of sense of control. Like I knew, okay, I can do this, and maybe this is going to help. Um, because before then, I was at a loss. I had no idea what I was doing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Good. It's so good to hear that uh, that we've helped. You know, it's good to hear that I personally have helped you, and it's good to hear that the power of National Seizure Disorders Foundation is there to support you. Uh, so do you have any questions for us tonight or any situations that have come up that you that you really kind of want help on? Right now, um, I mean, I, I think I, I got a lot of my answers taken care of today, but I think the biggest, the hardest thing for me right now is just to even be in this room away from my daughter who's having a fit and cannot stand to be away from me, you know, just for me to be able to call in, that's, um, that's hard. And as silly as that sounds, it, it, it's hard for me not to have her in eyesight so I can make sure that she's not about to have a seizure. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. We understand that fear. And listen, we don't want you to be in that fear. So, you know, if it gets to the point where you need to hang up, then I want you to follow your heart and uh, eradicate that fear and go be with your daughter. Uh, you can always listen in at the recordings. We have archived shows through TalkShoe, and uh, we also have the recorded show throughout the week played 24-7, so your husband can listen in too anytime he wants, um, right from our website at nsdf.us. So just feel comfortable if you have to suddenly leave us. We do understand. Okay? I appreciate it. I'm just, I think a lot of it is just me as a mom. I don't want to give in to, like, my worry or my anxiety. Um, You know, I need to feel it's okay for my husband to hold her right now. You know, he's there with her if something was to happen. And it's it's a control thing, just learning how to let go. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And, you know, um, I don't know if we shared this or not earlier Uh, when I talk to you, we do have a resource, a free resource, that many at National Seizure Disorders Foundation have tried and are currently active in that's helping us learn to let go, let go of that fear, let go of that anxiety, let go of that need to control and become more relaxed and more at peace and more in the moment. And that's something, you know, you can find them right there from our website. It's called The Tools of Letting Go. 
and the tools of letting go that they uh, were created and you know put together by our Vice President David H. Paul, uh, the Follow Your Bliss guy. We call him. We also call him the Driver. You'll be seeing some really neat videos and uh, throughout Facebook and throughout the website. And if you are interested. You know, go ahead and read about the tools of letting go. And if you're interested in signing up, it's a free program, and you can join us um, every. We've got uh, meetings. We've got they're called Google Hangout meetings, which is pretty much a video talk show. Uh, we've got those on. Jason, help me out here. I think it's Thursday night and Sunday. Uh, Thursday night. Well, that would be your time. Would be Central Time, right? Yes. Uh, Mississippi Central Time, so uh, that would be 9 o'clock Central Time. Um, and I'll be on Google Hangouts on Thursday nights. Yeah, and, and we'll... And Sunday nights, it would be 6 o'clock. So maybe, you know, you don't have to be there for both, but if you're ever interested, you can sign up for the free program and you can gain access into the um, exclusive video hangout and, um, and you can just join us for a session and see, see that it helps you. If you need help in getting there, we can guide you there. So, you know, be bold and ask. And perhaps, you know, the Thursday night episodes, um, perhaps they will be at a time where your daughter will be resting comfortably so that you feel free, you know, so that you feel free to step away. Now, let me ask you something. And, of course, uh, this is recorded. It is live and recorded, so you don't have to answer if you don't want to. But let me ask you. Do you know for a fact, you know, has it been proven, uh, have you witnessed that she has seizures every night during her sleep? No. No? Okay. Well, then let me ask you something. Again, you don't have to answer. You know, you can just think about it. What would feel better to you? What would feel better? Would it feel better thinking... Oh no, she might have a seizure, or would it feel better thinking, well, I don't have proof that she has a seizure every night? What would feel better to you? Um, I think that's a hard question. Um, hard question? That's a hard question. Would it feel better to you to think, well, perhaps she won't have a seizure tonight? Does that feel pretty good to think about that? I mean, it feels good, but it doesn't take away that anxiety and the worry. I know, like I, I know. And that's because that's because the anxiety and the fear, because of, um, you know, everything that society uh, has programmed into us, that's, that anxiety and fear is so, so deep that there needs to be a healing from the inside out. And that's what we're all about here at National Seizure Disorders Foundation is helping you heal that fear, helping you heal that anxiety without pills, potions, or powders. 
you know, and without price. We give this to you free. We give it to you out of out of our compassion, out of our love that we have for you and the love that we have for others. Um, so I do encourage you to look up on our website, look for the tools of letting go. It should be right there on the top. I don't have the website pulled up at the moment, but it should be right there at the top and click on it and let it lead you to more peaceful nights. And, you know, I'm very confident in knowing that soon you'll have the resources. You'll have the physical resources and you'll have the resources of support that will provide peace for your entire family, whether she is experiencing seizures or not. Because as we discussed earlier, seizure disorder is a lifestyle, you know, for many of us, for what, about 30% of us. There really is no definitive diagnosis, and there is no control or cure, and that can sound pretty harsh, but the faster you realize that it is a lifestyle, and the faster that you become aware that there is loving support surrounding you, the the faster that you will feel peace and joy in your home, regardless of whether seizures are present or not. That's where healing begins. And I think the biggest, the thing that was dragging me and my husband down so much is the unanswered and not knowing where to go or who to talk to. And, you know, my mom has been my best friend very thick and thin growing up, but she doesn't, nobody, it always feels like nobody could understand or nobody you know, people would say, well, she needs to sleep in her own bed. She's three and a half, Kristen. you got to cut it off. Well, I, I would love to. You know, I do therapy. I work with kids. I'm all about behavior plans, and I know what, you know, behavior-wise what's right and what's wrong and how to get the good things or, you know, make changes with that behavior. But it, when it's with your own child, it's so much harder, and just being able to, like, I literally submitted my application in today, and I had you calling my office by the time I even left work, and I had more information today than I've had when she first, when my daughter first started having seizures, which was when she was a year and a half, and she's three and a half now. Wow. So, you know, it... I'm a research junkie. I like research, and I've studied the brain in college, and I work on parts of the brain at work with what I do, and it's astonished me the lack of answers that are out there. You know, there's how is it that we can't pinpoint what's going on or where the causes are? How do we prevent this? Or you know, it, it baffles me. Yeah. So. It, it baffles me, too, and something I didn't share with you on the phone earlier, and I'll go ahead and share it now. I've shared it before um, because my life is an open book. I am a 30-year uh, seizure survivor, and during the first 10 years, I was misdiagnosed by many, many neurologists across the country. Uh, the popular diagnosis during my first 10 years and uh, mind you, I was having about uh, 500 or more seizures a month at that time. The popular mm-hmm. diagnosis from everyone was stress and constipation. 
you know, here's some laxatives, here's some extra fiber, and here's some Valium. You'll be fine. That's, that's what they all told me. And, you know, I finally took the right steps to, um, thanks to, uh, thanks to testing, you know, thanks to modern medicine and, and thanks to research, there was a um, research opportunity opening up in my local area at uh, Vanderbilt Hospital. And I decided that I was going to step through all the fear and I was going to step into courage. I was going to step through all of, all of the quote-unquote friendly advice that everyone was giving me. And I was going to become a what they called a lab rat. You know, I was going to let them test me because I had no answers. It was either that or I was going to waste away, you know. And through that, I met the epileptologist that turned my life around and that correctly diagnosed me. Now, do I have seizure control? No, I don't. Are my seizures still at 500 plus a month? No, they're not. Through the medications and through the other therapies and through some therapies that we've developed here at National Seizure Disorders Foundation, my seizures have dropped from over 500 a month to right around 20 a month, and they're very, very mild now. So, um, so that's a huge difference. And that just shows you what can happen when you do your research and what can happen when you stay open to possibilities and what can happen when you reach out and continue reaching out. When you feel like something's just not right, people just aren't giving you that right answer, you know, your gut knows it. So I encourage you to follow your gut. Follow your gut and keep searching for those answers. You may find all the answers you need through the resources and the support that we have here at National Seizure Disorders Foundation. You know, um, however, you might not. And you might help us break new ground in new area of seizure disorders because there's so many. There's so many different types of seizure disorders um, until we get a more precise diagnosis for what your daughter's going through. You know, the the extra help is yet to come. Does that make sense? Absolutely. Good. So how how what what did your epileptologist do to finally diagnose you correctly? I mean, was it just through like EEGs or MRI? Like, well, I, guess I, I'm stayed, I stayed in the hospital. Now, mind you, um, at this time I was an adult, and uh, my daughter uh, was also experiencing seizures, and she was about she was about eighteen when we went through this. Um, but we stayed in the hospital together up at Vanderbilt Hospital in Nashville, Tennessee. Uh, we stayed there for about two weeks. We, um, we went through video EEG testing. We went through PET scans. We went through MRIs. And we went through a testing that I had never even heard of before. But I tell you what, when you get in that spot, you get so desperate you'll try anything. Um, yeah. We called it we called it the fish hook test, and basically what it was, the through some sort of magic I still don't have it figured out, but uh, through some sort of magic the doctors were able to attach electrodes 
to the underside of our brain without brain surgery, without cracking our skulls open. You know, it was it was really magic. And that showed the doctors, it gave the doctors the information they needed to go ahead with genetic testing to discover that I am the first in my biological family line to have a rare genetic brain abnormality that resulted in seizures. And so, you know, it was it was well worth it. So it was all that testing. It was uh, practicing patience. It was giving my epileptologist um, a full history, a full medical history, a full seizure history to the best of my knowledge at that time. You know, I really had to help him help me. And that's what I really want to get through to everyone listening today, tomorrow, and into the future. If you're currently um, experiencing seizures, or if you have a child or a loved one that experiences seizures, and you have yet to have um, a diagnosis that you're comfortable with, you know, I encourage you to gather all of your medical history as much as you can. Gather as accurate as possible uh, your seizure history. Even if you really don't have a name for the seizures, you know, write down a description and get all of that information to your doctor. I encourage you to help your doctors help you because it's the only way to find answers. Hi, Tanya. Hi. Hey, is this Denise? Yes, it is. Wow. Everybody, yeah. this, is our, this is our ambassador, Denise Tarr. And uh, Denise, Hi. do you mind telling us what state you are an ambassador of? Missouri State. Missouri State. I, I asked you that. I already knew that, but I asked you I that because I love hearing the happiness in your voice when you say that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's a good thing to be, though. It's good to help people. It's what I do and what I enjoy. So, you know, it's something I'm very proud of and proud to do. So, <laughs> yeah. So do you have any uh, questions you want to bring to us tonight? Well, what did I miss, and um, how can I help? Okay, well, we're talking to new member Kristen. Hi, and Kristen. We've also, got, we've also got Jason on the line. Uh, you know, Hi, our, Jason. Our dad, our dad <laughs> yeah. got yes. on the line. <laughs> and uh, we've also got uh, Clayton on the line. Now, Clayton, I don't know if you've listened Hi, to Oh, Clayton. Or Clinton, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Clinton, yeah. Oh. I, I wrote your name. I want to add something. I want to add something to the girl from Minnesota. Uh, okay. She was saying that she couldn't really, you know, it's frustrating a lot. But the main thing is we, as patients, are actually teaching the neurologists. I mean, we teach them everything. You know, like when she said she couldn't get a clear diagnosis or understanding mm-hmm. of a diagnosis, we teach them. Yes. In other words, they're learning from us. Everything that we do and say and present, they're learning from us every day. And and I don't know if you know if she can, you know, kind of understand that. It's almost like we're teaching them as you know, we're the, we're the teachers and they're the listeners. Mhm, mhm. Yeah. And that's why. It's I that helps. 
And that's why I encouraged everyone listening today, tomorrow, and into the future to submit all of their medical information to their doctors. You know, don't just stop at uh, the seizures that, that you know, you're having, you know, the seizures you have a name for. Uh, right. Submit to your neurologist, your epileptologist, your, your regular doctor. Submit to them any seizure suspicious activity something you think might be a seizure, but you're just not sure, you know, because it could unlock a lot of solutions for you. And also, to all of your doctors, all of your medical team, uh, submit to them even uh, small things. For instance, like uh, dates when you have um, sinus issues or a cold or some sort of other health flare-up in your body because you don't know until you put the pieces together. You don't know and your doctor doesn't know what your triggers are. We just know the common triggers. Right. Triggers and I also was reading online uh-huh. about, uh, I was reading online about, they said every one in six persons is experiencing an ex- epileptic experience in their lifetime. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Those are staggering that was, That's a big fact. I mean, that's a big number because they're saying one in, one in, in, in out of six people will experience an epileptic experience, you know, in their lifetime. Now, was that one out of six or one out of 26? I think I've it was one both. out of six. I've heard both. One, um, one in every yeah. six. Yeah. Hello, uh, this is Lowell. Um, I called in kind of late, but I'm Lowell. here from Virginia. How you doing? Uh, no, how um, you doing? I did Clinton. How you doing, buddy? Clinton and Tom from Virginia, too. Um, no, actually, it's, it's one out of 26. Okay, I, yeah, um, yeah, that's okay. Yeah, I was I was reading it wrong myself. Um, I just looked it up here, and um, but that that's quite a few. There's still quite many. Yeah, yeah. You uh, know, in other words, epilepsy, epilepsy cannot be ignored. Is out there. It really is. Yes, yes. And did you know? Were you all aware that uh, this too is a statistic? It's just uh, not many people spread it around but uh, that the statistics are every four minutes, every four minutes someone Mm -hmm. is diagnosed with a seizure disorder, life-altering seizure disorder. I mean, consider that in the length of this hour-long phone call. You know, consider all the lives out there that are being touched by seizure disorders. Right. And that, you know, that, that just inspires me more to advocate more for other people, to spread the word of National Seizure Disorders Foundation and to show them that there is someone working on their side, you know, showing them compassion, showing them unconditional love and helping them through their experience. So keep that in mind when you're passing around these statistics that uh, every four minutes I don't know if that's an even more powerful statistic, uh, but it still is shocking. Still is shocking. So, uh, Denise, do you have anything, do you have a question or anything else to share with us? Um, Well, let me see here. I'm kind of, I'm listening to what everybody's saying. I'm kind of, my son's driving me insane. So, um, (laughs) I know I'm serious about it. like, pull my hair out, but it's all good. It's all good. Four years old, you know. Um, well, um, okay, so we're basically talking about 
I'm kind of lost here. What we're talking about? Are we talking about like what kind of like about um, seizures that are not, you know, people that have epilepsy that's not fully diagnosed, and you know what to do, or is it just kind of like, I mean, what exactly? I should have been here. I'll, I'll go ahead. I'll go ahead and retrace my steps just a little bit because um, just a little bit. Um, you, you, yeah, you dialed in a little bit late, which is fine. But but our our conversation tonight is just an open forum. Any questions, comments, or short stories that you have to share about seizure disorders, seizures, or National Seizure Disorders Foundation is welcome. You know, we're just kind of batting around all sorts of information here. Oh boy. This is the kind of stuff I like. Speaking of that little uh, information. Okay, Jason, um, what do you got to share with us? You were saying, see, new cases diagnosed every four minutes. In mm-hmm. the time this hour is up, 15 new cases will be diagnosed. Wow. Wow, that that is earth-shattering. You know, when you think about the total population of the earth, or or even of America, 15 cases, yeah, it doesn't seem like that much, 15 people. However, that is 15 people that forever will have their lives changed. And Mine's at 24. I put it in a 24-hour time frame, and it gets much more bigger. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. It's much more scary, and unfortunately, some people don't see it like we do because I mean we obviously, you know, deal with it daily, and it's really sad. I'm sad that people don't understand it. Um, I've lately, just recently, experienced some of the horrible um, stigma, and I wasn't sure how to deal with it, but I think I dealt with it okay. <laughs> Um, but I have definitely, like, hold on a second, sorry, excuse me, I have to move my room. <laughs> okay, blocking door, sorry. Um, like, um, I've had to deal with, like, the actual stigma from, um, some other people. Like, they actually said that, like, they started calling me names stuff like that because I have epilepsy and I was looking at them and I was like, you know, you can go ahead and say that all you want but until you know somebody or you yourself comes down with it, you will never ever know what it feels like to be like this. Ever. Yeah. Yeah. They they do it without even noticing it. Like it's like it's sick. And it makes me sick. And you know and you know why? You know why I've, um, you know, I discovered some time ago that the reason that most stigma exists uh, surrounding epilepsy, surrounding seizures in the world today, is what we're taught from when we're very, very small. We're taught by the media, and we're taught by society that um, that seizures are bad and that you're supposed to have pity on someone that has seizures, and seizures are scary, you know? And we're also taught um, to not talk about it. We're also taught that if you don't talk about it, it won't affect your life. And you know, those stigmas are bordering on lies. You know, really, if, if you think about it, 
They're, they're just untruths. They're untruths, and that's our responsibility as people that live with seizures, as seizure survivors. It's our responsibility to unravel the untruths. Right. Bring, bring some truth. Bring some truth to um, to the world. Well, you know me. I speak my mind very clearly at most of the time, and like just. I don't care who it is if I see them and they look like it might be an interesting spot to where I could just, you know, put my little two cents in. Even if I don't know them, I'll go up to them and say, hey, have you ever heard of NSCF? Do you know about seizure disorders? Stuff like that. People look at me sometimes like I'm crazy, and I probably am, but I'm getting the word out there because people need to know. This is not something that's just sweep it under the rug and it goes away because it doesn't. If you try doing that, it gets worse. And, you know, we have even more effective ways of passing the word around. Mm-hmm. And um, and as as you go through upcoming training sessions that uh, we're putting together for our ambassadors, mm-hmm. uh, you'll, learn those, you'll learn those more effective systems, and you'll see that your words will have even more power than what they have today. Yeah. It's just it's, – it's, I've never seen – like, since I was diagnosed, Back in 94, I have never been, besides uh, my adoptive mom, I had never seen stigma like I saw the other day. Like, it floored me, like, in a bad way. Like, it made me mad. It really did. And I'm just sitting there, and then I sit there, and I'm I'm thinking about how you guys were talking about, um, like, doctors and stuff when I came in, about us learning, or them learning from us. It's very true, but you have yeah. to find the right doctor that wants to learn from you and wants to be able to kind of, you know, say, okay, well, I don't know about this, so I need to learn a little bit more. Can you please tell me, you know, what you're going through instead of, oh, well, I know all the rules because I went to school and you didn't and you know nothing about your own body. That's what, well, you know, I've I've had lots of doctors like that, and I actually have a really funny doctor now. He's not, he's, he's just a family physician, but he looked at me and he said, you have epilepsy? And I said, yeah. And he's like, I'm not even touching that with a 10 foot pole. And I was like, okay. He's like, I just don't do it. I'll, I'll refer you to a neurologist or epileptologist, whatever you want. He said, but I am not touching that because that is a very severe condition that I do not want to deal with. Like some people are scared to deal with it. They really are. It scares them. But you know, in his position as a doctor, he did the right thing. Yes, he did. Mm-hmm. And I told him, thank you for being honest with me. You know, he'll he'll order my medicine for me and stuff. He has no problem doing that. But, like, as far as diagnosing me and stuff, there's no way. He won't do it. Mm-hmm. He won't do it. And that's fine. I respect that. Because it is really hard to find a good doctor. And I don't expect a physician, like an actual, you know, like a family true. physician that's to do that. Yeah, that but is it, it was I've nice. had a situation where I've had a situation where I've had men and they were looking at an EEG and then all six of them didn't know what was going on, didn't understand what was going on. Mm-hmm. Are you serious? So it's almost, I mean, I understand exactly what you're saying. But I've had oh six, six different EEGs, well, six different neurologists come in 
and look at her EEG and not understand what was going on. Yeah. Uh, that's, that's, that's how it was in my life, you know, in my first 10 years of living with seizures. That's how it was. That's how it was. But those days are gone. Thank God those days are gone. <laughs> so, um, you know, I see that we have about five minutes left in the show, five, ten minutes left in the show. Does anyone have any parting words? Kristen, I'd like to hear from you again if you're still on the line. Do you have any parting words for us? Um, well, I mean, I think that this has been very, very helpful. I mean, I could list the questions going crazy in my head, but, um, you know, as far as, like, the testing and, like, steps to do, um, you know, I, I think that there's more that can be done. You know, we've just had EEGs done. We haven't we've scheduled for an MRI, but you know, I, I just want more. Like, I want... I want to know, like, what, what's going on in her head. What is, and I don't know what kind of testing can be done or if there's even a direction I could look or search for to say, okay, what, what should I ask my doctor to do? Well, or? as we discussed earlier, um, she's going for the EEG or she's already had one, one or the other, and, and this right. is just an in-office EEG. And then right. they will um, submit her to MRI testing, and they'll right. submit her to CAT scans and video EEGs and perhaps even PET scans and more MRIs. Okay. You know, it, it, is, it is a long road of testing, but every test has its purpose. Every test have, has its purpose, and because other people are involved, you know, other facilities are involved. Many times we have to wait on those tests. We have to wait on the date to come up for the tests, and we have to wait on the test to come back, the, the results to come back. So in that interim, you know, I encourage you to find things that are not related to seizures, that are not related to finding answers. Find thing, things that bring joy up in you, no matter what it is. Find those proactive, constructive things in you that create joy, even if you have to make them up in your imagination. And spend time in those moments of joy because what that does, that'll help the time go by, that'll help you build patience while you're waiting for the testing dates to come up and while you're waiting for the results. That's good. Okay. Thank you so much, everybody. You've been great. Thank you. Thank it. you for calling in. So, Jason, do you have any parting words? Yeah, this, this is for that um, new member. Um, don't hesitate to ask any questions of anybody. Um, the only dumb question is the one you don't ask. Very good. Very good. Uh, Lowell, if you want to punch in, uh, do you have any parting words? Yeah, I'd just like to say, everybody, um, you know, it, it takes all of us together to make this happen, and that's the way it's going to happen. So keep on plugging in, keep on asking questions, like Jason said, and Tanya mentioned as well. And um, you'd be surprised when people come out of nowhere to make this thing even, even bigger. Yes, yes. And Clinton, you want to add to the conversation, add to the end? Uh, well, I'd like to say it takes, like uh, Lowell says, it takes a lot 
I mean, it takes, it takes a lot of information and resources to get answers. Yes. Okay, well, there you have it, folks. Another open forum at National Seizure Disorders Foundation Power Radio. We're here every Wednesday night to serve you well. So tune in through TalkShoe. I invite you to follow us also at Facebook, facebook.com slash NSDF37029 for updates information, and inspiration. And enjoy tonight's recording on our website at nsdf.us. During the week, it'll be there 24-7. Next week, join us again and invite your friends, your family, and your other connections as together we enjoy another episode of NSDF Power Radio. Our deepest gratitude goes out to our loyal listeners, our new listeners, our producer, spectacular Susan Sherman, and our many supporters and partners. If you enjoyed tonight's show and wish to be a part of keeping us active, please connect with National Seizure Disorders Foundation and let us know that you're ready to give as a community angel. Yes, you do. You can be an angel. I do believe in angels. One of our staff, maybe me, will be with you to discuss the pleasant details and offer you a memorable experiencing, creating a winning situation all around. I want to thank you all for joining us tonight. From the beautiful and frigid state of Tennessee, this is terrific Tanya Heathcote speaking for all the NSDF and Power Radio guests and staff wishing you better health, peace of mind, and the presence of abundant love. Why? Because I can think of no better gift to give you. Till next week, everyone. Good night. Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer and set of offers. 15,178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xE and Summit 4xE models in dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark. 